got so many questions? Let's give you so many answers with counsellor, author and psychotherapist Sandy Oswald. Hi, Sandy here. Thanks for being with us today for another episode of So Many Answers. Our question today is, how do I know that I'm doing the will of God? This is one of the most common questions for Christians to ask. I think because we see God as a good God, and when we're experiencing some not good moments in our life, we have this assumption like, I must be on the wrong track here. That's a fair enough assumption, but not necessarily correct in our thinking. I'm a parent and I know that my ultimate plan for my children and grandchildren is to be saved and spend eternity in heaven, as well as leading a happy, contented life on earth, influencing others to have a relationship with God. That's my ultimate plan for my children. But how that exactly happens, where they live, what they do, will definitely differ from the way that I would have chose to achieve that goal. That's okay. I think that if I'm a parent, God always says he's a better parent than I am. So I believe that God's the same. He has an ultimate plan for our lives, and that is for us to have a relationship with him here and for eternity. But sometimes, and more than often, I'm sure he would choose a different path for our life than we would choose. But I think he thinks that's okay, because he's had enough children to know that when we're left alone to our own devices, we all sometimes do go off the road. I believe that we put too much focus on whether we're in the exact right place we should be in life rather than just keeping close enough to God that he can redirect us if he thinks he needs to. Let me explain. Life is a little bit like driving on a highway. There are many road signs saying, curve in road, slow down, work ahead, speed bumps. But there are not many signs that tell you how far you're away from your destination. If we're not doing anything illegal or unhappy, we are usually on the right road. So we have to just keep going and be aware there will be detours, there will be deterrents on the road of life, but keep our eyes on the original destination. And if we could be doing something that's not healthy or not wise, and if we are, we just repent and turn back away from that and get back on the right road again. Perhaps you need a professional to help you do that, but that's okay. But we don't always need to be checking on how far it is to our destination, how whether we've arrived yet or whether we're doing the right thing we're meant to be doing here. Just enjoy the journey. There is a saying that says, if you do what you love, you'll never work another day in your life. It's important for our growth and stability that we find a vocation that makes us happy. Perhaps you're in a mundane job, but it gives you time and energy to do what you love in your spare time. Or maybe you're studying and eventually you want to get into that chosen vocation. God designed you to be an answer to a problem in the world. Perhaps you're an engineer who designs roads for the future or a nurse that takes care of sick people or a mum that is training up the next generation. But whatever it is that you do, it must bring you joy. In years gone by, people's surnames explained their occupation or their calling. 
So the butcher was called Mr. Butcher. The blacksmith was called Mr. Smith. The carpenter was called Mr. Carpenter. There is much to be said for having a greater sense of self and finding your identity when you're working in your chosen field or calling that God has designed you. A lot of people say, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. You're not alone. I've had many clients and many friends and family say the same thing. I often explore with them, what is it that you know you don't want to do? If you're not an animal or a sporty person, then you probably would not be a good fit to work with animals or in the sporting arena. Do you like elderly, finances, medical, working with children? As you eliminate the demographics that you know you don't want to do, it narrows down that selected few that you'd like to work perhaps within your gift range. Know your strengths. Doing self-awareness exercises like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs assessment, these personality sort of tests actually help us to understand who we really are. A lot of churches offer gifting assessments to help us understand what actually really excites us. I often ask my clients, if you had unlimited finances, what world problem would you solve? We're all passionate about something. We all feel strongly about something. And perhaps this will give you a glimpse of God's will or calling for your life. What is the problem you could solve? Stop comparing yourself to others, your siblings and friends. You are you, and as you begin to feel comfortable in your own skin, then you can begin to be you and who you were designed to be. Do you feel stuck, like you're not moving forward or not coping with life's challenges? Counselling could be the answer. You'd be surprised how much of a difference it can make by just talking to someone. You can talk through your options with Sandy at So Many Answers Counselling Service by phoning 1-800-ANSWER. That's 1-800-267-937. Go to somanyanswers.com for more information about Sandy and how So Many Answers Counselling Service can help you. Perhaps life has dealt some tough cards and you're entering a new season of your life and you need to reinvent yourself. That's okay. That happens often throughout life with change, with loss, with growth. When we're trying to figure out who we are and what we're meant to be, be kind to yourself. That often happens once children even leave home. I can remember I was 19 when I had my first child and my children were all gone by 43. And I can remember thinking, what do I do now? I've only ever been a mum for all this time. What do I actually want to do? I didn't really know because by the time I had children, I hadn't really figured it out. And now I was at an age where I actually had to figure out what I wanted to do all over again. And that's a very, very common feeling, this feeling of having to reinvent yourself. Know that this feeling is normal and it's okay to self-reflect on our life and our accomplishments. But while we're self-reflecting, I don't want you to get stuck in the what-ifs. When we get stuck in regret, we actually get more regret. So let go of regret today. You don't have the past any longer. You only have the future and you do have the power to change and affect that. Remember, it's not what happens to us. It's what happens in us that matters. 
So perhaps you've had some ideas that have not worked. You've had some investments or relationships that have fallen short of what you've expected. You're still here, so you still have a purpose that no one else can fulfill. Be encouraged. We need you. The world needs your gifts. As we begin a new day or a new season, the Lord says, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is a new day. He encourages us that no matter how many new days that you've had, we can start again as many times as we need to. We need to stop focusing on that negative narrative that we've invented and change our focus on how God sees us. He loves us. He's proud of you. He wants a real relationship with you. Just like a parent, my kids are going to make poor choices. They're going to seemingly fail at some things. But I want them to run to me, not away from me in shame and guilt. And God is exactly the same. Run to him. He is forgiving. He is loving. He's your heavenly father who says that he washes us white as snow and he throws our wrongdoings as far as the east is from the west. He has forgotten our past. Can we let it go? Just as we close, let the main thing be the main thing. I want to challenge you that sometimes we're so focused on getting life right to impress others to make others proud of us. But in the end, it is only God that we need to impress. And he's already impressed with us. He was impressed with us when we were humble, incapable newborns. And when we couldn't achieve anything, he ultimately loved us then. So it doesn't matter what we do or how much we do, we've already impressed him. Even though we're to strive and grow and change in areas of our life, let's not forget what we're ultimately here for. We are here to ultimately have a relationship with our Heavenly Father and to love others and draw them to Him. When we do that, that's when we will find contentment and peace. So as we close today, be kind to yourself and yes, There might be times where you've gone off that road of life. There might be times where you feel like you've had too many detours. But it's never too late to reinvent yourself and to be able to say, okay, God, I'm going to focus on you and my relationship with you here. And I'm going to just focus more on what I'm ultimately here to do. And Lord, all those other things, those sundry things line up for me in my life. Because God, I know that I'm already impressed you because you have so much love for me. Until next time, keep finding So Many Answers. So Many Answers is a production of So Many Answers Counselling Service and Brisbane's 96.5. Written and presented by Sandy Oswald with editing and sound design by Joe Murray and Justin Rulon. Check the show notes for details about today's show and find more about Sandy at somanyanswers.com. You can discover additional 96.5 podcasts by downloading the 96.5 app at 96five.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listener.